friends. Welcome to episode six of season four. We hope you've had an awesome week. We are here today chatting with Brianna Michaels. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We're <laughs> so you. excited to chat today. Um, so I must say that your about section is very detailed. I love it um, on your website because uh, I always go in and grab everybody's about section just so we get a little bit of an overview of the author themselves. So anybody who hasn't kind of read your books before can understand who you are. Now, I'm just loving it. I'm not going to read all of it out. So I would suggest that anybody listening go to Brianna's website go to the about section and just read it because there's so much in there. I'm just loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. I'll tell you which one I love. <laughs> but anyway, let's starting with like some, some, uh, uh, I guess parts that resonate with us. So my life is crazy. It's full of nonstop action and it's big, loud, scary, sexy, fun, dramatic, and spontaneous. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm we exhausted are all this. the time. <laughs> Yes. I totally get that. Um, now, some things about what you would like. You would like to ride a horse through the highlands, kill a bad guy, swing a sword, your fingers instead of fire, cast a spell, read minds, sift through the weather, and maybe if you have time, call on the dragons. And I'm like, look, I get that. I have a lot of... Um, things on my to-do list that are very similar to that. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be a hacker and I do want to be an assassin. And so you want to, you want to repel down buildings as well, I think. Is yeah, what. I want to do the repelling down the building where, like, yeah. you repel out and as you repel, you shoot the window and then you slide through. Nice. So I'd really like to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's like smooth and graceful um, entrance right there. Yes. And I feel like I'd be really good at it. So. Mm. <laughs> okay. What part did you like? Ben? I loved the to-do list. That was my favorite part of your book. <laughs> Cause I was like, <laughs> man, I really need to get my to-do list down on paper. Like, <laughs> Yeah. hundred percent. Um, now you say you are confident that you will handedly take down a vampire. Um, and like, Look, I I don't doubt you, you know. If you've setting your mind to this, like I I, I could see but that happening. I am five foot tall. <laughs> I am feisty. I feel like you gotta watch the short ones, right? Absolutely. The, the, right? Yes. We're the tricky ones. <laughs> yes. I do love that. But at the same time, you are grabbing life by the balls, giving it a tug and making it moan and scream <laughs> yeah that's probably why i don't get invited places <laughs> uh hello you would be definitely on our party list like i'm just saying like that's the type of energy i want at my party that's yeah, all i'm saying 100 and if anything you've definitely given me the motivation that we need to update our website <laughs> I know. We need to put an about section. We do not have 100%. an about section on our website. I'm, we're going to get it done this weekend. Watch yeah. it. Watch this space. Just let loose. Yeah. yeah, we need it. So anyway, that, those are just snippets. Like go and check it out because I absolutely loved reading through it. So, you know, that will make your week. Okay, let's get into some of your books. 
Mm-hmm. So one of the series that you've got going at the moment is the Reflection series, which is a male-female vampire lichen series. And there's yeah. two books out so far, Burned for Her and Lured by Her. And then book three, Struck by Her, is due to come out on June 22nd. Is that right? Yes, it's coming soon. So it's the perfect time to get into the series for anybody who hasn't already um, started it because um, you'll be, you know, up to date when book three comes out. So with Burn for Her, we um, read about Dorian and Lena. And oh my God, I must say, like, they've got, I mean, it's a bit tragic. Their, their curse. It's so tragic. It's so tragic. <laughs> I mean, ouch. Look, I wanted to come out of the gates with this series. I just wanted to come out with just with that show stopping. Holy moly. Like what the, what the fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I poor Dorian. <laughs> Good. I'm not going to, I don't want to say too much because I really want people who haven't read it to jump into it, but I will just give a little bit of an overview of, of some things which are important. So essentially there is a curse on lichens and vampires and with vampires, um, if they look anything that has a, a reflection, a mirror, Maybe it's just a window that they can see their reflection in and they spot their fated mate. They then have a limited time to hunt that person down. When when I say they spot their fated mate, they don't necessarily get any clues about where they are because essentially the only reason they spot them is if they're looking at that reflection at the same time as their mate is looking at a reflection. Oh. So they could literally just see a blank wall behind them. They could be in a bathroom. So they could have no idea where they are. And uh, if they don't um, hunt them down in time um, and essentially like bond with them and, you know, complete the ritual, if you may, to make them completely mated, um, they essentially go batshit crazy um kill a lot of people and eventually um incinerate from the inside out i think that's i think that's it yeah um the other thing is they don't know exactly how much time they have to do that so some people go crazy faster than others um so really it's just a gamble yeah. as to whether they see enough clues in the reflection to find where their mate is. And if not, too too bad. And also yeah. they have this undeniable sense of longing for this. And like it's like a desperation as well during that entire time they're searching for them. So that's from the vampire side of things. But from the uh, human side of things, they don't know about the vampires they don't know about this faded mate so essentially uh they just kind of start feeling crazy um they have like an undeniable quilt a quench for something they don't know what it is um but also they can't even self-satisfy back like that's that that's you know nobody's liking that nobody's liking that it's torture it's torture for all involved 
Sounds horrific. (laughs) It kind of self-satisfying. I'm just like, oh my God, that would literally be driving people insane. So yeah, I mean, you know, not fun. And in addition to all of that, there is a lot of politics going on, you know, in the vampire world. They've got they've got enemies, you know, there's politics going on between the different vampire houses. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Uh and then you've got the lichens. They they have a similar curse um, in terms of the fact they drink this certain um, formula and then they dream about their fated mate. They have a specific time frame, though. They at least know they've only got a year. And um, so, so they can kind the, of just count those times down. Is that a human too? The lichens faded mate a human as well? I mean, oh. I have it set up so... Sometimes they're human, but they might not always be. Oh, plot twist. Okay. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. So, in, yeah. And, and the thing is, if they don't find their fated mate within that year, they essentially turn into a feral wolf and they can never turn back into a human. And then they get hunted down and killed because I'm an enemy. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that sums up the curse. Uh, it's quite devastating. <laughs> it is because you know not everyone makes it. You not know, everybody like, makes it. Not, not everybody, everybody makes that's, it. That's the, that's the scary part is you know not everyone gets happily ever afters and they know that you know like and then you have they, Dorian who's like I'm out I don't, I'm not even I'm doing that. <laughs> I mean, Dorian has quite a tortured past, which once you start reading the book, you start finding out about his tortured past, all the things that he's been through, you know, which have essentially molded him to into who he is and what he thinks about himself. Um, but yeah, he was just like, you know what? I'm never going to look into a reflection. Yeah. He kind of thought, you know, I, I've got this. Like I will never look into a reflection and I would never have to go through the pain of trying to hunt down my mate. I just won't do it. Um, yeah, look, he gets a bit fucked over. Though, he has, he? he also has the added, like, why on earth would I tie someone to me? Like I'm a, you know, I'm a monster I'm a disaster. <laughs> he thinks yeah, he's a, he's- he thinks horribly of himself and he just doesn't want to do that to anybody else. Um, yeah. And then here comes Lena, like. <laughs> She's just like, I don't know why, but I have an undeniable thirst for violence. Uh, yes. and also, I'm really pissed off that I can't get myself off. Um, so I'm going to have to go to like some sex mansions, some kink, some kink yep. places, trying to get my, just trying to get my rocks off in any way just possible. Just take the edge off. Just take the I edge just off. need yeah. to be. <laughs> I need to get off. Now I can understand that. Like it's been a long time for her. Like I think she said yeah. six months. Six months. She hasn't gotten off. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so you know. Um. Yeah. And Dorian's best friend is Lucian, and he's the ultimate. Just like ultimate bestie you know he really just loves dorian and dorian's just a real grumpy asshole yep. at all times yep 
So comes the um, story of them trying to get him to fully mate with Lena uh, and her just being introduced to this whole world of things she never knew about, just being like, wow, okay, this, this is a thing. Also, one of her friends was a werewolf. So, you know, know. surprise, <laughs> surprise. And he has a twin brother. Like, surprise. <laughs> oh, okay, Jesus. All these things are coming out. Um, so, you know, her mind is blown. You know, he he shows her that he's really the only one that can get her off. And also, I just think, you know, at that point he's being a bit selfish when he's like, well, look, I'm not going to mate you. I'm just going to let you live a life of no pleasure. He's just not even thinking about that side of things, is he? I think he's real. I mean, but really, like, you know, for him, he's like, really, you're getting the better end of the deal here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, life without pleasure is way better than life with me. <laughs> I don't think she's going to see it that way. She's not seeing it that way. Like, she already went through six months. Like, you know, um, I like I that Lena really does him. put him in his place in some of it, where she's just like, you know what, Buster? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck you if you're going to be like this. <laughs> like, I know. And also, she's like, her just bite me. Like, I need to be bitten. And he's all like, no, yeah. that's going to get us closer to mating. Um, she's <laughs> like, but seriously, like, I want you to bite me. Uh, that's that's what I need. Um, and, you know, I did like actually the part where um, King Malachi, who, you know, is an extremely powerful vampire and somehow has not disintegrated despite the fact he has seen his mate in his because he's so strong and powerful. He still seems to continue on as the Mad King. Um, drinks and she's all like, you know, getting and they're all like, um, it's probably an awkward time to tell you that we can all smell you. So right. <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah. So anyway, that is that is um, book one. Like I said, don't want to get too far into it because I definitely want everybody to be able to um, experience the full the full amount of it. Um, but yes, book two is already out, and um, people can go and grab that now. Mm. So. Then we have your Hellhound's Harem, which is, uh, so I've read Restless Spirit. Now, when I was reading the blurb, I was like, love the concept of the Hellhounds, but like as people, because I've only ever read the like Hellhound books as like in a wolf form, basically type of thing. So and what I also loved was that the harem was already established at the start, even though she doesn't know this. <laughs> she doesn't know this. So yeah, it's have... a cool twist on a second chance. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very unique. So I've only ever read one other book that had the harem established at the start, and I, and I absolutely love that. Um, so you have Everly, who is dead, and she's roaming around New Orleans, and she's. She just wants people to see her. She wants to be 
felt, but the only things that can see and actually touch her is these dark spirit shape demon type of things um, that she's also trying. What are you laughing? I just love the way you explain it. You're like, I don't know. I envision them these like black, like, like a black mass of just. Also, I might be to point out right now that there's a lot going on in New Orleans. And I honestly believe that that's true. Like, I would not be surprised in the slightest if there were a lot of paranormal people 100%. in New Orleans. Just saying. 100%. So, she, so she's trying to avoid these things like at the start of, you know, the start of the book she's actually trying to avoid them she goes into a coffee house and she starts sitting with people and talking to people they can't hear her they can't see her and then she has a temper tantrum flips tables and smashes her i mean this would be this would be you as a ghost let's just 100 percent. you would have also, the shit that no one was listening to you 100 percent. i'd have the best temper tantrums and then she just walks out like whatever <laughs> like i'm a ghost so cool but <laughs> She's also decked out in a full voodoo priestess costume because that's what she died in. So she's she's got this like cool stuff with like a with a skull on it, and like you know, so she's full battered. She even got like skull paint on, and you know, I've got a thing for that. It's amazing. I like yeah. that. And the top hat. She's got the top hat. Yeah. She's like super cool, and she also can't take her clothes off, which is I think it would be super annoying. Like. It actually would be because, like, at some point I'm going to get, like, over that outfit. I'm going to want to change. Yep. No, she's owning it. Yep. So she goes to this club and, of course, she can get in because no one's she's a ghost. So she's like, <laughs> yeah, like, sucked in, skipping the line type of thing uh, while these other losers are lined up. So she goes in and she starts, <laughs> like, you know, causing a little bit of havoc in there. Um, and then she just starts dancing she loves to dance so she's just grinding all up on her staff like pole dancing on it (laughs) and she sees this guy like looking at her and or looking in her direction so she's like winking at him because she's like he can't (laughs) see me (laughs) and I'm just gonna put a show off for this guy over there anyway next minute he calls her over like oh the plot thickens and she's like (laughs) me and he's like, yes. I was so, like, oh, shit, it's happening. Holy shit, it's no happening. No one sees me. No, he sees me. So then she goes over and she meets Jack. Now, Jack's an interesting character as well because he sits, he's sitting there talking to her and she's got no boundaries because she hasn't touched or felt anyone in a long time. So she's basically sitting on top of him because she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know who he is and wants to know what you gotta you gotta take the chances when you've got them like is what I say because like if you haven't had this for a while so it's like just go for it yeah if you don't know when you're gonna get this again Mm. yeah so anyway um meanwhile he's like listen sweetheart just wait here um I've just got to go take care of business anyway he just disappears for a minute and then he's killing these black like demonic creatures you're like who is he right and then he comes back and sees down like nothing happened and then they have a conversation he's like oh actually i've got to go again so then he goes and kills another one but she sees right so then he's like all right well let's <laughs> let's get out of here so um they end up going back to his apartment and what do you know 
her clothes can come off, right? Oh my god, convenient! I'm just loving your reselling of this. <laughs> her clothes can come off, and thankfully so is all I have to say to that. So, um, well, it's really um, difficult to do certain acts when you've got clothes on just saying that yeah Yeah, so jack really took advantage you know made use of the time that she had her clothes off um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what gave her a shower like made sure she got clean and stuff yeah he cleaned her real hand (laughs) like licked her like a real clean he cleaned her with his tongue (laughs) yes he did like uh, anyway <laughs> let's just they wake up after a night of activity debauchery and <laughs> cleaning and stuff um but jack didn't realize like because he just was so into Everly that all these creatures were there and then she gets taken by one of them oh. right? I mean, Jack really wasn't on his game, was he? Nah, he really. Well, I mean, he was distracted. He, he was, was very distracted. way too distracted. Um, you know, the whole time, Everly's like, "What are you? Who are you? I seen you kill that demon thing." Um, and anyway, she gets taken. He chases it down, but when he gets her, she's actually starting to turn into one of these things. and so he's like fighting to like bring her back because he's like you can't because it's bitten her right so you know she's turning so then he ends up he goes like I'm gonna take you home so then he drives into a brick wall but it's a portal into basically hell um so then she's like well I want to I want to be you like I haven't been seen for so long and I haven't felt and she's at this point she's just resigned well I'm a ghost and I can attach myself to anyone and anything so I'm just going to attach myself to you anyway <laughs> so I'll never you'll never get I ready. think she can take those liberties she can take those mm. liberties and then he tells her fine I'm a hellhound and I <laughs> report into Lucifer himself All right <sighs> Right at the top. He's just right at the top there, reporting straight into the big guy. I just want to say also, right, Lucifer is fine. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, you've I mean, watched. Chef's kiss. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with Lucifer. No. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So she's like, well, what do I have to do to become a hellhound? And she, he's like, well, you're going to have to sell your soul. But it's not that easy. Like, you have to offer it. But then. Lucifer also has to accept it and she's like of course Mm. he's going to accept it so then they go down into hell which just happens to be in the basement of the house which I was like crazy so then they get to hell and Lucifer sees her (laughs) sends Jack on his way (laughs) and Jack's like great and then he goes fine if you think that you can be a hellhound you need to fight me right and she's like cool I got this So then she starts like fighting him and that's when like Lucifer's confirms and this is where it's like where I wasn't expecting it, he knows her, okay? Oh, damn. Yeah. And so then 
Jack comes in, he sends, Lucifer sends her away to go and get cleaned up by his many women. I don't know who they are, but gets sent off to clean her up and whatever because she's still got the face paint on. Um, yeah, right. And then Jack's like, yes, I found her here. And, um, you know, she doesn't remember how she died or how she ended up in New Orleans. She just thinks that she was killed there and that's why she's there. But turns out her name is Sarah. It's not Everly. And she just chose Everly because she loved the name. Right? So then. She's really taking control of her destiny. She's like, look, I'm just going to call myself. But this is where shit gets interesting, okay? Then. Jack's like, okay, well, you're coming back home with me and I like you'll be safe here. So she he go, they go back up back up to the house and you know, go to bed, whatever, wake up. Anyway, there's three other hellhounds there. Turns out she's oh, the love of their life. And they're her pack. They're her pack of hellhounds. Oh. I mean, what a love story. What well, a love the story. Thing, the thing That's is all I can say. The thing is, she doesn't know that. She doesn't know, know that. That's always hard. I know. And Tanner, oh, love him. Anyway, <laughs> Tanner, he's so like, just can't believe it's her. And he's like, Sarah. And she's like, no, Everly. And he's like, <laughs> Sarah. And then he comes up and he just plants one on her, like long lost love. Because she's been gone for five years and they thought she was dead. And Jack's like, she was dead. She was a ghost. So the whole time <laughs> they're like, what? How did she die? So they've got to try and figure out who killed her, how she died, and why can't she remember them? And also she hasn't got any of her tattoos. How do we get those tattoos back on her? <laughs> so... <sighs> That's a lot to un- unravel, but it's half, it's half like, the fun of the journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That, this is the start of the book. <laughs> um, but it, the book, it does end on a huge cliffhanger. Um, so there's four books in this series. Is that nine? Nine. nine. But Do they're, you, they they're in out? trilogies. Oh, yeah, they're all trilogies and each each trilogy is a different pack. And all the trilogies connect for one massive story arc. So it does start with Sarah's pack, but it actually ends with Lucifer's pack. One thing I did, I love cliffhangers. I'm a sucker for them. I love them. (laughs) And I, there was one, there was one book I had read that gave me such a, it, I literally got sick, like physically sick at the end of this book. I thought I had like 60 pages left and it was all glossary terms. <laughs> I, I lost my shit about it. But I loved that. I loved that horrible reaction I had. So I'm like, I want to do that to somebody. But I didn't want them waiting very long. So when I wrote these trilogies, I put all three out on the same day. So I could I mean, put look, you that's... on that cliff. And then, you know, and, but you were still safe. So that is, that <laughs> like is a kindness. That is a kindness. Yeah, right. And I was like, how can I satisfy my evilness? But also hug you a little. This is the way I can do it. <laughs> uh, I love that. Look. But I had that set up as well. Like in three different trilogies for their different parts, but then that they all kind of 
you know, interconnect over the whole Yeah, series. lots of character crossover. And you don't, like, you don't get the final shebang ending until the end of Lucifer's trilogy. Oh, I need to get to Lucifer. <laughs> now that I know this. <laughs> I mean, it's, you've got to leave the best pack to last. So yeah. it's obvious that's got to be the final trilogy. Oh, so those are all out. All nine books in the Hellhound series are out. So people can jump right into them because, you know, um, they're all there ready to read. You're not going to be waiting. Um, and yes, definitely a very interesting series. So what are you working on at the moment? Because I'm assuming struck by her is already finished at this point or close to being finished yeah so what are you working on I am finishing edits on a I think it's going to have to be a duet just because this is a thick boy and um it's going to be another fantasy rh um and I also know and nobody knows this yet but now you're going to know it because I can't keep my fat mouth shut um, I started writing total contemporary smut. I'm talking just so much big dick energy all on every page. And it's just, it's just, it's so much. <laughs> we love that. We're totally here for all of the smut. So Especially yes. big dick energy. I'm here for all the big dick energy. Yeah. Right. I was like, you know what? I cut, you know, cause I write about like after Dorian and um Lucian's book I was like oh my gosh I write such heavy stuff let's just fuck. Yeah. let's just do nine solid chapters of a fuck scene and yeah. that's what I did and then I just kept going with it so I was like well that was fine let's write another one <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so, yeah, I'm here I'm for that to have the first one out in a couple of months I'm trying to like gear up the courage to like put it out <laughs> oh my god no go for it I think that is amazing um we are definitely here for that so uh and I am almost positive that most people that were listening would also be here for that so <laughs> we cannot wait in fact do you know um the way that we came to know about you and your books was because we put a post out asking people for who we should have on the podcast and we had a few people um, comment that we should have you on and that you had a whole heap of um, really awesome books coming out this year. So you've definitely got a lot of people out there that love you. Oh, well, thank you for whoever said my name. That was sweet. (laughs) Okay. So jump into the questions do you have any writing rituals I want to say yes but not really I just get up I make something hot to drink it used to be coffee but I switch to tea and then I just sit at the computer and I type until I feel like I can't go anymore that's basically what I do just about every day <laughs> and I'm a pantser. I don't outline. I have just a couple notes. Like I see a few scenes in my head. So I make notes of that. And then I write towards those scenes and that's about it. So I'm just, I just kind of, I raw dog my way right through it. <laughs> cool. It's a fantastic way to describe it. I love that. <clears throat> Um, name three celebrities you would like to have a sleepover with and what they would bring. 
Oh. Oh. Oh, no, only three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we ha- there have been answers that have not have loopholes, so yeah. There've been multiple more than three. I can't even lie. I really want Johnny Depp to be there with a mega pint, but I feel like I, you know, he's, you know, probably not going to come. So maybe I would invite. He's not going to. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I, my God, I feel, I can't think of anyone that I would be like, come. I don't know. I'm too nervous for it. I'd be like, no, no, you no, I don't know. I'll just have a party for one by myself. Let's just assume they will say yes. Mm-mm. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> Why can't I think of some? Come on. Who would you have? Chris I would Evans, probably. Jensen Ackles. <laughs> and Oh, look, this changes on the daily, hey. I'm going to have Henry Cavill. Mm. Oh. Um, I think I would have Liam Hemsworth. I'm going to go for Liam. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. I I think he would, like, um, like, this is my thoughts. Chris is, like, obviously the more popular brother any thing is he probably doesn't feel like he needs to put a lot of effort in because he's so popular whereas mm. I feel like Liam would really strive to prove his worth and yeah. be there for that okay yeah okay. so that would be my premise for inviting him um I'd have Tom Hiddleston yeah oh invite him I would I'll, I would extend an invitation to him mm. Mm, he could just like just the be snarky, the snarky comments, like yeah. Stop. I think I'd have um. I think I'd have Chris Evans too. Chris Evans is coming to mine. <laughs> well, he can go on Tuesday to yours. He's coming on Monday to mine. Is that a different day? <laughs> yeah, he, he's busy. Hmm. <laughs> Stick with Tom Hiddleston. You and him are going to have a great night together. Yeah, I really can't. Gosh, I feel like I need to watch a whole lot more movies, really. We've I got need it. to come up with new crushes. There's actually like a whole heap of um, models as well that I would like to have, um, but I'm not going to go there. I won't. I won't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they were just okay. standing there looking super pretty too like just stand there <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to be very strategic with my sleepover like what I was going to get out of all three of them mm. strategies would you have them dress up in certain like ways that. look um Chris Evans as Winter Soldier, 100%. That's the vision I have. Tom Hiddleston, um, yeah, he'd have to come as Loki. And Jensen Ackles. There's no way you're not having him there as Loki. Yeah, no way, man. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he has to be Loki. And then Dean, oh, Jensen Ackles as Dean Winchester. 
like that flannel. And then would you have him sing to you? Would you make? Oh him sing? Jesus, he'd be doing all the things. He's singing. I. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. He's singing Eye of the Tiger on his car, on that black car. Rolling around on it like. Oh. (laughs) Stop. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. If you could pick one character from a book you have read or written, who would you be? Oh my. I'd be Everly slash Sarah. <laughs> oh wait, can I choose one of my own books? Yeah. 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 Oh. I would be Eve. That would because I like <laughs> Lucifer too. <laughs> Yeah, look, I I get that. I get that. Now, this is going to be a hard one for you because we know that you've got quite an extensive list of um, attributes. So which one would you choose to be your superpower? (laughs) I've got a whole heap of thoughts about this. Oh, I kind of want to just ooh, feel, I feel like I'd be wasting my superpower, but really I just want to snap my fingers and make fire. Yep. I can't really snap too much though, or I'd probably the world down, but <laughs> I would definitely find, I don't know why. I just feel like, man, you know, on TV and stuff where they're just like, or like super in, cool. what practical magic where she like blows onto the wick and then it lights up. Yes, I, was gonna... I want that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think as well, it'd just be a I mean, cool party amazing. Trip. Just to just to have fire coming out of your fingers as well. Oh, look what I can do. Oh, you can roll your tongue. I've got this. So, you know, like that type of thing. What are we on? You know, if you could travel, you know, like transport from one place to another, that would save me so much time and gas. So we'll just and say I would make put up fire a and teleportation. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay. We can we can extend it to two there. That's not and teleportation is quite like that's a very useful power like it's it, practical it would be extremely practical i would love that yeah 100 what is your most used emoji uh oh it's um a good tie between the the tilted laughing face and the devil they're usually used together i love that well thank you so much for joining us um we had a blast reading um at the start of those two series so we can't wait to continue on with them now um and we would highly recommend people to jump in and start reading we're going to use our teleportation skills to come over to America and join some book events. So we might see you there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Awesome. Or it could take us 15 hours in a plane. I'm not sure. Uh, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. But as normal, we will um, include all of the links to Brianna's pages and, um, 
socials, website, etc. in the episode description. So head down there and check it out. Definitely go and check the about section out. <laughs> Have a good week. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>